0: Section Forty of England. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The World Story, Volume Nine, England, edited by Eva March Tappan. Section Forty, Robin Hood and Little John, latter part of the twelfth century. Whether Robin Hood was a real person or not, he figures in English history as a man outlawed for shooting the king's deer. He and his friends love the free life of the forest, and they are eager to help those who are in need. The many ballads about Robin and his men and their numerous pranks were composed to please the common folk, and they represent the feelings of the English in the early years of their forced submission to Norman rule. The editor. When Robin Hood was about twenty years old, with a hay down, down, and a down, he happened to meet Little John, a jolly brisk blade, right fit for the trade, for he was a lusty young man. Though he was called Little, his limbs, they were large, and his stature was seven foot high. Wherever he came, they quaked at his name, for soon he would make them to fly, how they came acquainted, I'll tell you in brief, if you will but listen a while. For this very jest, amongst all the rest, I think it may cause you to smile. Bold Robin Hood said to his jolly bowmen, Pray tarry you here in this grove, and see that you all observe well my call, while through the forest I rove. We've had no sport for these fourteen long days. Therefore now abroad will I go. Now should I be beat, and cannot retreat? My horn I will presently blow. Then did he shake hands with his merry men all, And bid them at present good-bye. Then, as near a brook his journey he took, A stranger he chanced to espy. They happened to meet on a long narrow bridge, And neither of them would give way. Quoth bold Robin Hood and sturdily stood, I'll show you right Nottingham play. With that from his quiver an arrow he drew, A broad arrow with a goose wing. The stranger replied, I'll licker thy hide, If thou offest to touch the string. Quoth bold Robin Hood, thou dost prate like an ass, For were I to bend but my bow, I could send a dart quite through thy proud heart, Before thou couldst strike me one blow. Thou talk'st like a coward, the stranger replied. Well armed with a long bow you stand, To shoot at my breast, While I, I protest, Have nought but a staff in my hand. The name of a coward, quoth Robin, I scorn, Wherefore my long bow I'll lay by, And now for thy sake a staff will I take, The truth of thy manhood to try. Then Robin Hood stepped to a thicket of trees, and chose him a staff of ground oak. Now this being done, away he did run to the stranger, and merrily spoke. Lo, see my staff, it is lusty and tough, now here on the bridge we will play. Whoever falls in, the other shall win the battle, and so we'll away. With all my whole heart, the stranger replied, I scorn in the least to give out. This said, they fell to it without more dispute, and their staffs they did flourish about. And first Robin, he gave the stranger a bang so hard that it made his bones ring. The stranger, he said, this must be repaid. I'll give you as good as you bring. So long as I'm able to handle my staff, to die in your debt, friend, I scorn then two at each goes, and followed their blows, as if they had been thretching of corn. The stranger gave Robin a crack on the crown, which caused the blood to appear. Then Robin, enraged, more fiercely engaged, and followed his blows more severe. So thick and so fast did he lay it on him with a passionate fury and ire. At every stroke he made him to smoke, as if he had been all on fire. Oh, then into fury the stranger he grew, and gave him a damnable look, and with it a blow that laid him full low, and tumbled him into the brook. I prithee, good fellow, oh, where art thou now? The stranger in laughter he cried. Quoth bold Robin Hood, good faith in the flood, and floating along with the tide i needs must acknowledge thou art a brave soul with thee i'll no longer contend for needs must i say thou hast got the day our battle shall be at an end then unto the bank he did presently wade and pulled himself out by a thorn which done at the last he blowed a loud blast straightway on his fine bugle horn the echo of which through the valleys did fly at which his stout bowmen appeared all clothed in green most gay to be seen so up to their master they steered oh what's the matter quoth william stutely good master you're wet to the skin no matter quoth he the lad which you see in fighting hath tumbled me in he shall not go scot-free the others replied so straight they were seizing him there to duck him likewise but robin hood cries he's a stout fellow forbear there's no one shall wrong thee friend be not afraid these bowmen upon me do wait there's threescore and nine if thou wilt be mine thou shalt have my livery straight and other accoutrements fit for a man Speak up, jolly blade, never fear I'll teach you also the use of the bow, to shoot at the fat fellow deer. Oh, here is my hand, the stranger replied, I'll serve you with all my whole heart. My name is John Little, a man of good metal, ne'er doubt me, for I'll play my part. His name shall be altered, quoth William stutely, and I will his godfather be. Prepare then a feast, and none of the least, for we will be merry, quoth he. They presently fetched in a brace of fat does, with humming strong liquor likewise. They loved what was good, so in the green wood, this pretty sweet babe they baptise. He was, I must tell you, but seven foot high, and maybe an ell in the waist. A pretty sweet lad, much feasting they had bold robin the christening graced with all his bowmen which stood in a ring and were of the nottingham breed brave stutely comes then with seven yeomen and did in this manner proceed this infant was called john little quoth he which name shall be changed anon the words we'll transpose so wherever he goes his name shall be called little john they all with a shout made the elements ring so soon as the office was o'er to feasting they went with true merriment and tippled strong liquor galore then robin he took the pretty sweet babe and clothed him from top to the toe in garments of green most gay to be seen and gave him a curious long bow thou shalt be an archer as well as the best and range in the greenwood with us where we'll not want gold nor silver behold while bishops have aught in their purse we live here like squires or lords of renown without air a foot of free land we feast on good cheer with wine ale and beer and everything at our command Then music and dancing did finish the day. At length, when the sun waxed low, then all the whole train the grove did refrain, and unto their caves they did go. And so ever after, as long as he lived, although he was proper and tall, yet nevertheless, the truth to express, still Little John they did him call. End of section 40. Read by Jane Bennett